Welcome to Late Rising. I'm Rocky DeStefano, and we begin with one central aim to take a fresh look at Lake County and Central Florida. And I'm Ebo and Sua, and we are here to show how people live, work, and play in Lake County. We're also here to be a positive voice in our county and to help build a better community. Greetings, everyone. I'm Sean Parks. We'll explore the built and natural environments that make Lake County and our region a special place on this planet. And I'm Larry the Cave, and the great things happening in Lake County are just not an anomaly. Yep. You know, this county, this region, our community is on the rise. Look, I get paid by the word, please. Hey, I'm like in a barrister. <laughs> I got to say, I was overwhelmed with uh, Sean. He was on tonight. Yeah, yeah. And he hit that. So yeah. far, I'm on. Yeah, he's like, a, it was like a paid endorsement there. Let's, let's talk about it at the end of the show, right? Yeah. Yes, well, you know what's coming up. Now, it's time for Sean's <laughs> Oh, I forgot that. That's Love such a that. beautiful thing. I will have you know that, you know, at first, thing. I was first kind of a little bit set back by that. Really? Maybe, I don't want to say offended, but... You know, I'm just a little irritated. Maybe he was hurt, <laughs> a little hurt. But I'll tell you, I've got, I've had a lot of compliments about that. A oh, lot of no. people it's appreciate. Fantastic. Yeah. Yes, and they want more. They, they want do. more. And they want, want more. Stories? They want more stories from well, Sean. And well, you're okay, going to have a story so. for us today. I understand. Yeah, there's something I'm going to be reading. It's in a bigger <sighs> font today. I Is promise you that. Yeah. Yes. Hallelujah. Well, I'm turning the lights down. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I've noticed is. Um, there's no wine here, so I don't know yes. who screwed up royally, but That's somebody did. True. There, is, there is plenty of wine here because Lake Ridge Winery. I know. That's okay. Is that what you were getting to? Well, that was our segue, but there is Larry's wine. There is no wine here right now, but we are going to talk about our great partners. <laughs> somebody get it in here quick. Get it. We, we have Lake Ridge Winery on, in stock, so let's bring it in. Let's bring it in. We'll blame it on Ryan because he's not here today. That's, right. That's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. We can blame it on Ryan. Anyways. So are we talking about the event now? Talk about the event. Yeah. So we are really thrilled to be part of Lake Ridge uh, Winery and Vineyards Wine and Valentine. And it's going to happen um, on February 14th on Valentine's Day. And it's going to be um, from 5.30 p.m. to 9 p.m. And tickets are very inexpensive, mm -hmm. only $10 for uh, per person, so it, you're not going to get a cheaper date. Just, yep. Let's face it. And and they've got some great wines that you can uh, sample as well. Yes, for sure. They're going to have actually, um, they're going to be kind of closing down the wine shop around five o'clock, but they're going to be reopening it and they're going to host a special after hours event. Um, it's going to have a wine and cheese bar and some mm. great live music by Joe Hand. And who else is featured at that event? Well, you know, <laughs> yours truly here. Uh, <laughs> Lake yes. Rising is, uh, you know, we've, we've become a pretty big deal. I'm going to say that. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we're, can, we we're can legends. ourselves a little bit. Yeah, yeah. No, we're legends in our own mind. Do you, sure. do you mean we're taking the podcast to we the are. event? Yes, we're taking the podcast remote. And we're going to be uh, doing some great and really fun trivia because everybody loves our trivia game. So Larry is going to have to um, brush up and, and be a little fair. I think he's not going to be able to cheat as much as he For does once. in the studio. But Larry cheats? Well, I'm in first place. So I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> at least they're saying you're cheating and not me. Yeah. Well, no, you cheated no, you at first. Together. That's how yeah, you got exactly. into first place. But, <laughs> hey, but um, you know, I heard, I heard the rumor is, is that Ebo is going to be Cupid. Well, <laughs> is that true? Confirm or deny that now? Uh, just, just know that I, I do have multiple pairs of underwear. Oh, wow. so, oh, and I have been working in the gym, so we'll see. Have you really? Have you been working out still? Maybe just yeah. a he has bit. been working out a little bit. I have not been. There, there is though, and it may actually find 
find its way onto our website, there may be a picture of Ebo um, <laughs> slightly compromised oh, in our, our beer crawl. Um, there's a picture floating around of Ebo shirtless. Um, Is it true because of that event, we have not done a, an episode for a month? Uh, they sh- we got uh, shut down for a while. Uh, Ebo, would you share how you came to be without a shirt? Let's uh, just say my, my PR person had to told me to take a break. Uh, <laughs> yes. uh, but no, we had a great time on the, on the, on the brewery we did. tour. It was great. Uh, yeah. Some of us a lot more than others. Others, you know, some of us didn't even some make of, it. Some of us had to just pass. I mean, not pass out. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Larry, le- Larry left out. about second round in, which was pretty good. Right. Um, Sean left a little bit earlier, but just he had other thing. he had other things he had to go to. Other, yeah. I had yes. That's yeah. Right. He, well, he had mm-hmm. a big event at Montford, um, yeah. and then weren't you doing the the carols at the art yeah. center too? Lessons and carols. Yeah. So yep. he he did have to go, but we are bothering him a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody else, we actually had a, a busload of about 15 people that yep. went to every stop. And we were met at the last stop yep. by another six to eight people. And it was a lot of fun. A lot of great beer out there. A lot of great beer. The yeah. breweries were great. Um, everybody was very nice, very cordial. Right. Um, people were excited. You know, we actually even got a, we got some sound bites. Yeah, so. we did. Yeah. So we'd love to play them for you. And, yeah, and, and, the right. old, and the old man here, I, I hung with it. I had a drink at every single place and I did not end up without a shirt. He did. Like I, I, I actually <laughs> went home fully clothed. Yes. So uh, He did. I yeah. did not. You know, I'm, I'm going to say I. That would have been a show in itself. Uh, oh, it would be terrible. No, uh, yeah. Evo can afford to have no shirt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's probably out because he of goes us. to the yeah. gym and works. I would out. have to put more clothing on. <laughs> now, speaking <laughs> of Evo, he uh, also left the beer crawl and went to Europe. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, Which I'm yeah. sure he did do more beer crawling. But um, talk to us about where you went. Yeah, no, of course. So, I mean, I, I was lucky to, lucky enough on the Christmas break to travel across the pond. Um, went to London to visit some family for a day or two and saw the sights. And then afterwards, uh, flew over to actually, no, didn't fly. I took the Euro train over oh, to, really? uh, to France. Oh, cool. And let me tell you, the Euro train is amazing. I wish you could really get a, uh, an efficient railway system in the States because it's, it's really something to be able to just take a two hour train you know, from one country. Aren't we going to get that with the Virgin train? Well, yeah, Virgin, we have the bright line in Florida, which is awesome. But, you know, maybe when you go to Congress, Ebo, you can can change and fix Amtrak a little bit. No, I would love to, man. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, Virgin, you're right, Larry. Virgin is talking about doing that. Yeah. So, Ebo, talk directly into the microphone, please. Thank you. Thanks. Sorry. Little technical stuff here. (laughs) So, So what was your favorite place that you visited? So... Actually, so after Paris, we actually went to a place called Leeds. Um, it's it's probably about three or so hours north of London. And I was actually very, very impressed and surprised. When I had thought of Leeds, I thought of like a little countryside town. But no, this is like an actual, I'd say it's probably just a little a rural version of New York City, to be honest. Wow. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah, one of the oldest cities in, in, in the UK. And... It was awesome. We went there. We actually went for, so my girlfriend, Morgan, we were there to go visit her family for, for Christmas time. She's got part, some of her family lives over there. And um, it was great. The Christmas food in the UK is a little different 
Yeah. It's a little different. Um, different as not as good. <laughs> you know, I don't want to don't want to bash other countries, you know, food, right. but it's just not something I would partake yeah. <laughs> yes. often. Yeah. Well, Rocky uh, over the holidays or just pre-holiday went to New York City. And, I did. Uh, yeah. And they wanted to eat at an English restaurant as well. Oh, man. That, so there's a great one called um, uh, Livy's, I believe. And so it actually has a um, almost a two month waiting list. But they're a traditional English pub. And what I was telling Larry is I didn't realize that how overboard they go with their Christmas decorations. Mm. But they were decked completely out. Um, but we could not get reservations. I even did flash like an extra 20 to see if I could. <laughs> see if you could get in. And how, down. How, we shut down. How, yeah. how fast was this guy laughing when you. Yeah, a big $20, 20. Is in New York is equivalent <laughs> to a nickel here. <laughs> you should have told him that you were Abe Froman, yeah, the sausage king of Chicago. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I didn't think of it. But we that did find worked. another great English restaurant called Breslin's. And it was wonderful. And uh, um, it was probably the closest I ever came to leaving shirtless because I did finish an amazing bottle of wine, mostly by myself, with my, <laughs> my, my uh, son-in-law, so... It was a great time. They forced you awesome. to. And the good thing is you were not driving. No, we were walking. So, But it was a great, uh, New York's a great city. So, Evel, well, how'd you do with driving on the, the left side of the road? I did not. <laughs> oh, really? You didn't drive? <laughs> no, I left, that, I left that to my cousins, and I left that to the, the people, the residents of the city. <laughs> I thought, he, yeah, he had it's, his people do it. Honestly, it's, it's kind of nerve-wracking just, just because of the way with uh, British infrastructure, especially with their roundabouts. There's no, you know, like here in the States, you have the yield. You can kind of ease into it. Here, they're kind of just like, <laughs> Right. Full speed going around, go. you know, they just go. And the lines on the roads, there's not really as many. Right. So if you don't know the roads, it's like, oh, where am I going? Where wow. am I going? You know, terrifying. <laughs> Sean, have you ever been over the, I was over the pond? The, yeah, I was over there uh, after I was at uh, Henley on the Thames in London for the rowing regatta, for the Henley rowing oh, regatta. Really? Actually, which is the old, the world's oldest sporting event. Uh, so go, uh, continu- continuously going. Were you watching or were you in? I was it? participating. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. so this was for well, while you were in college. Yeah, when oh, I was okay. at uh, Florida wow. Institute of Technology, Florida Tech. We won the Dad Vales, which is at the time was kind of like the national championship race, and then we went over and I was the only guy to lose twice in one day. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, but the competition. I mean, yes, you lose. But oh, it's this, very tough. Yeah, it's yeah. tough competition. Yep. yep. So uh, that's a pretty great experience you got to got to have. Very cool. Yes, it was. Yep. Well. Sean? Now it's time for Sean's story time. <laughs> I think we're going to take a little break and be back with Sean's great story for us. Discover the art of winemaking at Lake Ridge Winery. We specialize in the production of unique premium wines, which have won over 750 awards for winemaking excellence. Join us for a complimentary winery tour and sample our wines. Then browse through our unique wine shop for a section of gourmet foods and gifts for the wine enthusiast in your family. We invite you to visit our website and learn more about our wine and music festivals. Our wines are also available in your local supermarket or wine shop. Lake Ridge Winery, dedicated to your good taste. Somebody got too excited about pushing a button there. Sorry about that, Lake Ridge Winery. You know, they do that a lot better than I just promote their events. So maybe we ought to let them do it. Yes. Maybe we'll give them another shot at it. Yeah. All right, Sean, I understand you've got a story for us. And what is that story? Well, welcome back to the very popular, ever-growing, 
uh, ever interest, interested, if that's a way to describe I, it, Deshaun time. Um, I've heard you had actually an offer to write a book. Is that true? I, uh, yeah, it, it, you are going to confirm or deny okay. that. That's possible. That's I mean, possible. You're, you're trying to compete several firms against each other? Yes, yeah. exactly. To exactly. tell more stories? Yes. You know, we're gonna, we want to talk about um, being a family-friendly city or a family-friendly community. And, you know, that might be a little uh, interesting after, you know, we're, we're uh, you know, our, we're going to be having a an event uh, at a winery and even the beer crawl. But, yep. you know, hey, we the strength of this show is we, we span the, the generations that live in Lake County and uh, we're going to cover all the interest. And this, what we're doing, what I want to read to you right now is an article from Smart Growth America. Um, so I would totally want to give them credit. And we can just talk about it for a few minutes because, hey, we know that these issues about how we grow and what kind of community we are, are extremely popular in front of people's minds right now. And I think they will be continue to be for a while as we grow so fast in Lake County. This week, we just passed Texas. Now we are clearly, Florida is clearly the most popular state. So those growth numbers, the thousand people a day that we talk about moving to Florida is now more like 1500 a day. And so, so, so are you saying we have a, we have a bigger population than Texas? Well, we're, we're passing, we've passed Texas and, and popularity in terms of numbers of people moving to the state. Wow. Wow. Yes. So crazy. Yeah. So we're, so, you know, we, we definitely have these things to think about. So I'm going to read this article. And then we'll just talk about it for a few minutes. And again, I'm going to give full credit to Smart Growth America. This is, this is entitled Building a Family-Friendly City. So young people are flocking to cities drawn by easy access to restaurants and other amenities, transportation options, social networks, and professional opportunity. Similarly, baby boomers reaching retirement are finding the walkability of, of, of cities and urbanizing suburbs more attractive as they age trading in big houses with time with time consuming or expensive maintenance and car dependent ex urban environments. Boy, now that's what Claremont's trying to do, right? Exactly. Create a walking downtown where you can be and to be more walkable. Yeah. 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 And much of the media coverage and policymaking has focused on those two populations. But what do cities have or perhaps need more of to work better for families, parents and their children? And thinking about this was question. Was that a question mark? It is. It is a question. I, I was afraid he was going to ask me a question. <laughs> Family and friends and, I, and I children, please. Yes. Yeah. And thinking about this question, how to better design places for families, I began asking Smart Growth America staff for their ideas. Now, that would obviously not be me. That was the writer of this article. <laughs> Our staff ran the gamut from grandparents to brand new parents uh, to fresh out of college um, to children being the last thing on their minds, of course, their suggestions for creating a more family-friendly places were equally varied. What's particularly striking about the suggestions is how almost all of them would actually benefit everyone, the elderly and the young, the rich and the poor, the able-bodied and with people with disabilities in addition to families. As Smart Growth America, we believe that no matter who you are or where you live, you should be able to live in a place that is healthy, prosperous, and resilient. Cities and towns of any size shouldn't be for a single type of person. You shouldn't have to uproot your life and move to a different place just because you enter a different stage of your life. Mm -hmm. For the same reason, an older American should have to move, shouldn't have to move uh, when they retire. Because we're already here. You're already here, yep. Adults shouldn't have to move to some other place when they have children. What's more, greater diversity? Is that a question? It is. <laughs> I was like, wait, ask that again? No. What's, 
What's more, what's more, what can more greater diversity can lead to better outcomes for everyone? More inclusive communities have better education outcomes, less crime, are more economically productive, and have a high level of civic cohesion. I'm just paying, seeing if you're paying attention. I like that word, civic cohesion. Mm-hmm. So family friendly is what we want to be. That's yes, from from There's, mother to grandmother. Yes. There's also another benefit to being uh, to being exposed to and interacting with people that are different from yourself. Developing empathy, right? Right. Yeah. Yep. Seeing if you're listening. Well, yeah. Yeah. People being exposed to people different than you, especially at a young age, is vital for this emotional development. By endeavoring to create a place that's great for families, we can create a place that's great for everyone. Building places that are holistically family-friendly goes far beyond the built environment, but the built environment can help a sit, can help a city's efforts. Great schools, inclusion of public spaces, multiple transportation options, and a variety of housing choices can help cities create diverse, inclusive communities that support families and society at large. This list of issues, while long, is hardly exhaustive. Together, they demonstrate some of the ways in which we often overlook or take for granted families and their unique needs in cities. Often it's simply about providing more choice where we favored one transportation option or housing style to the detriment of the greater good. That's not to say that every neighborhood in a city or urban area needs to cater to families, but families shouldn't have to flee the more suburban areas and find a place that better meets their needs. And, And to an extent, I think a lot of cities are starting to get caught up in that, I guess you could call it trap, um, wanting to essentially cater to to one group, and and it might not even be intentional, but you know, not actually having a little bit of diversity in terms of building and construction and development. Um, what do you think, Rocky and Sean? Do you think that's? Yeah, I mean, I well, I think you tend to get like when you think of Winter Park, mm-hmm. I tend to think of very young, you know, yeah. Like, or I tend to think of very old people yeah. that have been there forever and are never going to move. Yeah, exactly. Or people that are young and moving there, but I don't think of families. Yeah. Whereas I think what you're saying, Sean, is like a smart community is going to try to appeal to all those, you know, whether yeah, they're old the life or cycle. Young. Yeah. The life cycle. Yeah. Do you guys feel like Claremont has done a good job with that? I feel, I feel like Claremont um, has uh, some challenges in trying to, trying to meet that vision right uh and it started early on by by uh you know let's let's just call it for what it is uh a lot of uh, retirement had, had come here it's easy right you know to move yeah move no to florida tax. It's yeah, warm, yeah yeah so you know you you get you get that and and uh, there's a lot that retirement communities have to offer um but uh you know uh, at the same time you're if you if you kind of if that's where you're starting from um, you know, there can be some limitations to that. It's not where uh, maybe perhaps some of the early workforce wants to, people coming right into the workforce want to be necessarily. Right. And so that's a challenge because it's, because Claremont and maybe South Lake County or all of Lake County in some ways is pegged in a sense as being retirement only. Right. You said it, not me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you know, the, the crazy thing isn't in that I think it's wrong to have retirement communities in our you know, city. I think it's actually a really great thing. Like, I love the interplay between people my age and people that are in their 60s or 70s because I feel like I learn a lot from, you know, their wisdom. And I think it it can go all the way down to the very young. Like, a 20-year-old can learn a ton Mm -hmm. if they're open to listening to somebody who uh, is a retiree. I, I think that where the trouble can happen is if if a community becomes 
large enough to sway or to control what happens in the city. And I think at times it, it has been somewhat like that. Although sure. I think that there's a real movement right now to, um, to fix that. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I liken like all the work downtown. I think a lot of it is aimed at more um, very young retirees mm-hmm. or uh, families with small kids. Yeah, yeah, know? trying to get them to come in and kind of uh, partake in the city. Yeah. Um, for example, I was actually looking at, at houses here in Claremont in the area, um, and we found a uh, a very very new built in, you know, the late 2010s um, for a price that was absolutely a a steal, essentially, you know, Um, under under 220, 210 around there, you know, hard to find, right? extremely hard to find. You know, this is a three bedroom, two bath recently, you know, renovated. Is this in in an area? It was, yeah, in the downtown area. Really? Yeah, in the downtown area over by um, Claremont Elementary, Claremont Middle around there. Mm. Um, It was listed. I actually went and saw it the next day Gone. as I was coming out with my realtor. He got a call and said, they just got a, they just got a full price offer. You know, Gone. do you want to go with it? I was like, oh, I'm still kind of deciding gone, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's one of those things where there are, the, the, the demand is there, you know, mm-hmm. the demand really is there. And I'm assuming the people who bought it, cause the house was set up like a, I'd say like a younger person's home, um, right. three bedroom, two bath. Uh, rooms are smaller, master bedrooms, huge. It was definitely like an ideal young couple or young family. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. And I think you're right. Cause I, we, my, my daughter is similar age to you mm-hmm. a little bit younger, but was looking and she found a house that really cute, um, two, 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 but really was a three, two. Yeah. If you could the, do a little bit of work. Yeah. You know? And it was a older home that had probably been built in the forties, but had been renovated and really nice and right in the heart of downtown. Yeah. And literally within a day, it was full it's price crazy. Off it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I think, I think in, in reading this article, um, from smart growth America, I think one thing that, uh, it, it, impressed upon me again is that the the mistake maybe perhaps that cities can do is is again trying to focus in on one area and and i understand the the wanting to have a niche and have their own identity but in planning and trying to you know go across uh you want to go across the the full life cycle if you will and have something for everyone yeah and you know let's take uh mount dora one one could say that maybe mount dora maybe focuses on one thing and i'm not saying that they do but they they might have one age category that they focus that on more than the them. other that works for them but the danger there is again not having that um, that life cycle yeah right. um, for everybody life cycle housing for instance and yeah yeah where it's available to all ages people coming out affordable housing is an issue right now mm-hmm. exactly everywhere in lake county and you know even and this is going to be like a really really extreme like example mm-hmm. but i was watching um if you guys ever get the chance listeners as well and you guys have amazon prime there's actually a documentary on um the one child law in china mm. and kind of just the ramifications of everything that kind of went on and how even now even in japan that a little bit they are finding trouble to actually have people take care of uh the elder the elderly and the yeah, retirees that's because right because there not aren't enough uh aren't enough people who are younger in order to take care of it um, they're also focused on, you know, whether a career or finding a suitable place to live that, you know, no one's available to actually help everybody out. So obviously that's a very extreme, 
extreme example. No, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because there's some recent data that I heard uh, just last week, actually, from the Florida Chamber. Mm-hmm. You know, Florida is a very, it's going to be very old and very young. Mm-hmm. And that sounds really weird to say, yeah. but we're going to have lots of a huge population in young and then a, and in a very large population in old. Mm-hmm. And the problem will be in the middle of who's going to be taking, yeah. kind of sure. taking care. Yep, exactly. Yep. That's okay. another challenge for us. But again, it shows the need to be flexible. Yep. And go across all ages yeah. and be family friendly. All right. Are we, have we wrapped up the family friendly? We have, we have, and we've wrapped up Sean's story time again. Um, I will say I only read excerpts from that. I did not read the, at the article in its entire read most of it, but again, we do have to give them credit. It is called building a family friendly city from Smart Growth America by Sean Doyle. And that you can read on smartgrowthamerica.org. That's Mm. smartgrowthamerica.org. Okay, well, thank you very much. I appreciate hearing such great information. And I think you know what time it is now, boys and girls. It's time for me to wipe up the room with these guys. (laughs) It is time for... (laughs) We'll see. County... Trivia. Oh, is, tri- oh wait, we. The I, trick is, I have no Lake County trivia. Well, yeah, I was going to say that was a setup, anyways. I think that Sean knows everything about Lake County, so. Well, I'm on a roll here with Sean's Especially story time. The donkey, the donkey from the lake to went no. up north. Was it the donkey? Was it no? It was the one eye? It's the one eye. It's the one eye from Lake right. Get it right, Larry. Jeez, come on. Well, and you can see that story in its entirety without. Uh, Sean's small print version in that new book that uh, yeah, Doris, Doris put yeah. Doris Bloodworth right. put out. So. You know, I got I got an idea. Maybe what we need to do is ask Doris to come up with some trivia questions for us. Oh, oh, oh. she probably has a ton of them. To be yeah. honest, oh, that would that be way a- it'd be fair. I would, you know, being that I'm the best in this group at Florida history, I don't want to. <laughs> You know, yeah. well, you I mean, guys are laughing. I'm probably a lot better at Ohio <laughs> history. I don't know what that's. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, are we ready for the first question, boys give it to me. and girls? Sure. Yeah. Give it to me. Give it to me. Is that what you're saying? Yep. All right. But well, um, he's already looking over your shoulder. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, I, I did see that. We need to, we need to face Sean toward the wall. How close is he? He is. You remember, you know, I can't see right because I. I'm just kidding. I can I, see far. I know. All right. What I know. state? What state in the United States has the longest freshwater shoreline in the country? Which state has the longest, longest. freshwater? Is it Michigan, Florida, Minnesota, or Ohio? Rocky, you should know Ohio. That would be your good answer, right? So, <laughs> he doesn't know it. <laughs> what What would be your answer there? You said freshwater Ohio doesn't For, have anything fresh. It's polluted. What state <laughs> I was about to say. has the longest freshwater shoreline in the country? Who's going first? Well, we're well, we going to let you go first. I threw it to Rocky. Yeah, so, uh, that's your law. I'm going to say Michigan. Michigan. All right. Rocky says Michigan. And Sean says... What are the choices again? Miss Michigan, Michigan Florida, Florida, Minnesota, or Ohio. Ohio. You know... I'm going to go with Michigan, too. Michigan? Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to amend my answer. <laughs> <laughs> and go with Minnesota. Why wouldn't you go with, why wouldn't you go with Florida, 
Sean. Why wouldn't you go with Florida? It's a big state. You live here. You're you said freshwater though. Oh, yeah, that's the big is that thing. the key? I think that's the big thing. Ebo, you got an answer for I'm, me? I'm going to go with Michigan as well. I All think. right, wow. the three of you. Congratulations. Okay, good. You, ooh, you guys are doing good. Like Lake Erie. Yes, or something. yes, yes. So they're yeah, because they're they're on Lake Superior. Right? Yes. Yep. And is there another lake? Lake Erie is over there somewhere. Otherwise called Lake Kichigumi. Kichigumi. I did not Michigan? know thing. Mm-hmm. Lake Michigan and Lake Superior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are both so freshwater shoreline. All right. Okay. So, you know, since we had that big contest last year and we finally had the, the contest where we went to the beer crawl, that was supposed to be the big party. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think we're going to keep score. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think we need to keep score. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's because I was ahead. No, I don't think you were. I think I was ahead. All right. Somebody Which, was ahead. What country lies at zero? No, I'm sorry. I read country. What city lies at zero degrees longitude? Reykjavik, Iceland? Greenridge? Green, Greenridge, England? Greenwich, England, there you Anchorage, go. Alaska, or Copenhagen, Denmark. Oh. Which city lies at zero degrees longitude? Oh. Who goes first for this one? Uh, Our I'll esteemed go. commissioner. Um, it was Copenhagen, uh, Greenwich, Anchorage, uh, Anchorage, and, and Reykjavik. Which I'm, was a great, great uh, show on um, Netflix. If you didn't oh. see that series, oh, I'm gonna go with actually. Uh, I'm gonna go with Greenwich. Greenwich. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go with Greenwich. That's one for Ebo. That's Sean. I will definitely go with Greenwich. All right, England. and Rocky. I'm gonna go ahead and keep it a tie and go with Greenwich. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Everybody <laughs> is right today. Yeah, he's, yeah. You're just playing. You're just playing defense. <laughs> too, playing bad the, safety too bad. Too bad. I wish you would have chosen Michigan. That's where you get Greenwich. <laughs> plenty time. defense, but unfortunately, you can't hit a man anymore in football. <laughs> That's so. true. That is true. They uh, have taken all the fun out of football. Yeah, that, 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 that targeting goal has got to be fixed. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. There was a... In I the, can't tackle anything. The championship game? I mean, yeah, guy another guy got, got yeah. yeah, Yeah. As soon as he got out, I was like, oh, that's the game. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it was already the game. And to be honest with you, I'm going to go on record to say Ohio State is a better team than Clemson. Clemson won the game, no doubt. And we had our chances to win independent of the targeting. You know, you can't score field goals. But I think our defense was better than... Clemson's, and even that being said, I don't know that anybody was stopping Joe Burrows this year. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I think agree. Your defense. Where's Joe Burrows from? Is Ohio? Yeah, he's Ohio. Yeah, he was. No, won. he was Mr. Ohio. That's so, true. Okay. That's true. All right. Here's a here's a question for those who have just been overseas. What country in Europe is the most forest? Oh, has the most forest? Has the most forest? Is it France? Sweden? Uh, Spain or Germany? So I think Sean, you're you're on here. Germany, Germany for Sean. Yeah, it is. It's Germany. Wow. I'm gonna go Sweden. Oh, breaking from the pack. All right. Who said Sweden? I did. 
Who's who's that? Is Rocky. That Rocky? Yeah. Congratulations. You are what? a winner. What? Yes. See, what? I don't just play defense. I now you wanted points. <laughs> yeah, now I was about to points, say, right? he, he had to have known, and he decided to split off. It's fine. <laughs> yep. You know, I've got a Chick-fil-A sandwich I could give you if, if <laughs> for winning. I think yeah, he's, I'd, I'd take one. All right. Those are, that's, I'm about ready for one, quite frankly. Got one more last question for you, boys and girls. Uh, how many countries have coastlines on both the Atlantic and Pacific Ocean? How many countries? How many countries? Yeah, this is an interesting question. Are there nine countries? Are there 11 countries? Are there 20 countries? Or are there 32 countries that have coastlines on both the Atlantic and the Pacific Ocean? So you said 9, 11, 20, and 32. I'm going to go with nine. Okay. That might be too little. But. Nine. Sean, you're the, you, you know everything here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, just to go opposite, I think it's nine, but I'm going to go with 32 just because. <laughs> Sean goes with 32. Yeah. So I think it's actually a lot more than we think. Yeah, so I would want to say 32, but I'm going to say 20 because mm-hmm. I don't want to be Sean. Okay. <laughs> well, guess what? No one got that one right. 11. It's 11. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, spanning 140, 100, 1, 1 million, 900,000 miles. Some number. Yeah. But it, uh, 11 countries. Does it name the countries? Uh, it names the countries. Here we go. You ready? This loose in Mexico, Guatemala, Nicaragua. Costa Rica, Colombia, Russia, Canada, United States, Panama, Honduras, and Chile. What about Mexico? I said Mexico. That was the first one. Touches both the Atlantic and the Pacific. Isn't that amazing? It is. Very. That is fantastic. Well, so endeth this uh, edition of the Lake Challenge of Trivia. And the next round will probably be at the Lake Ridge Winery. The Lake Ridge Winery. Can't wait for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't either. Should we hear from Lake Ridge Winery again since I think we I should screwed the, up? This was kind of botched before, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Discover the art of winemaking at Lake Ridge Winery. We specialize in the production of unique premium wines, which have won over 750 awards for winemaking excellence. Join us for a complimentary winery tour and sample our wines. Then browse through our unique wine shop for a section of gourmet foods and gifts for the wine enthusiast in your family. We invite you to visit our website and learn more about our wine and music festivals. Our wines are also available in your local supermarket or wine shop. Lake Ridge Winery, dedicated to your good taste. All right. This has been an edition of Lake Ridge. No, this is this is Lake Rising, <laughs> and we're going to Lake Ridge, right? I'm I think con- Larry's already been to the winery. You, you, drinking, you drinking there, buddy? Uh, shortly. I think Larry actually is uh, better when he's had a, a glass of wine. <laughs> You, we kept it away from me tonight. Though. How would you know? <laughs> All right. Until next time, I'm Larry the K. I'm Rocky DeStefano. I'm Ebo Sua. I'm Sean Parks. Did you, did you offer for-